Welcome back to It Hurts to Be Pretty podcast. I'm Angel Renee Martinez, host of It Hurts to Be Pretty, owner of Angel Aesthetics. And I am Lexi Christine Wilk. I feel like I have to say my middle name (laughs) because, you know, we got the Renee thrown in there. Um, I'm the co-host of the podcast and Angel's employee, which we are going to get into today. We're talking all about business. Yes. You know, it's funny because this we just talked about cheating last week. But for the entire month of June, we will be praising men. (laughs) We are praising men. We're manifesting. (laughs) We're going to have some really cool guys on this coming month uh, in honor of Father's Day and just honoring great men in our community. But (laughs) the irony of it all. (laughs) We bash men on one week and we praise them the next. (laughs) Life's about balance. Life's about balance. Typical women on this podcast. But anyway, uh, yeah, today's episode, we're going to talk about some business business questions that we've gotten um, recently. So yeah. And even if you don't own a business, we're going to be getting into some ways to just handle life and getting over challenges that we all face. Many listeners know kind of your background, your story, how you got into starting a business, which is Angel Aesthetics, Denver. Denver's top medical spa. We we named it top medical spa, by the way. No one gave me that award. I gave her the award. <laughs> I gave myself an award. <laughs> we name ourselves top med spa because we just think we are. And it's okay. If you think you are too, great. That's right. awesome. You don't need a certificate or a Forbes award. I don't. I've never been acknowledged with any kind of certificate, but it's okay. Uh, yes, I started Angel Aesthetics. This is my seventh year in business. It's crazy. Um. I think about seven years ago, and I was just talking about this to someone last night, how, you know, I think it's like 60% or higher of businesses fail in the first year. Um, Entrepreneurship is very much glorified right now. And I do love it. We were just talking about this. It is, um, it's an energy. I sound like that TikTok. It's an energy. It's a vibe. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love it. I love strong women. I love strong men. Um... But yeah, I started Angel Aesthetics. This is my seventh year, so it is crazy to look back and the journey and the tears. I did not know I was going to start my business. So if you would ask asked me 10 years ago um, if I wanted to be a business owner, one, I didn't have the um, mindset of, of a business owner. I wasn't even thinking about that, and I didn't have the confidence. So I was raising three kids on my own. A lot of people know my story. And then I was fired two weeks before Christmas. Because I've hustled my name in Cherry Creek for a, a many, many years doing um, events and stuff like that. And we'll talk about that later, about hustling your name. I said I was to the point where I was either going to move back to New Mexico or start my own business. And people were knocking down my door like, tell me where you're at. Tell me where you're at. I'll follow you. I want you to only touch my skin. I only want you to do my skin. So with that being said... I sat down with my good friend, Jen Montoya, and we sat at Starbucks. And I'm going to be honest, I do not have a business degree. I didn't know one thing about business. I know skincare. I felt like I, my whole life I've always been a leader of some sort, but never a front runner. You know, I was always helping a team or helping build a, another business, which I feel is needed. You have to learn to follow before you lead. So we sat at a Starbucks and I didn't name it Angel Aesthetics because I love my name so much. Uh, I named it Angel Aesthetics because I was the only Latina woman in that time 
that was really doing skin in Cherry Creek. So when someone would say, where did Angel go? I used my Facebook as my first platform to start hustling my name. Like I'm starting Angel Aesthetics. It was the size of a bathroom. Probably it's actually smaller than my bathroom that I have now. Oh. Uh, one of my good friends who did um, hair said I can bo- borrow her closet. It was a closet, and I, she gave me three months free rent and to get on my feet. And I just started hustling after that. I just hit the ground running. You, you don't really think you just. I remember sitting down, writing uh, what you would call somewhat of a business plan of what I thought like this the services I will offer, what I'm capable of doing, what can I afford, and knowing I had to pay my bills the next month. So I wasn't really thinking about money. I was just in survival mode. Well, I think something you said is super important. You don't have a business degree. And something you have that I think every business owner I've ever met is a common denominator is the drive to just do it. And that's something I admire most about you. You don't need to have the technical background or refined skills in business. If you have the drive, the hustle and the heart and the passion, that is what you need. And if you don't have that, should you start a business, you know? Yeah, you have to be careful. I have a lot of people who reach out to me and say, like, I want to be my own boss. I want to start my own business, which I think it's great if you really, truly want to and you're not just doing it because you don't want to be under somebody or you don't want someone else help grow their business. It's like I learned my skills now that I have now from the people that I followed and the people that I helped. So I would I wouldn't be able to lead a business or even lead a team had I not gone through what I went through in the first few years of my aesthetics um, you know industry. So yeah, I mean, you have to have hustle. You have to have drive. I think you have to have that in, in a workplace anyway. I don't want any girls working for me that don't have hustle or drive. And if they don't, they're not here anymore. Right. To put it simply. Yeah. Well, and people are glamorizing being your own boss, starting the business. Like it's some simple thing and a simple recipe to follow. But what would you say the biggest challenge was overcoming business in your first year or when you first got started? Uh, there were so many because I couldn't afford a lot of the things. I didn't want to get anything on credit. Uh, to this day, I take pride in that I have no debt in my business. It's huge. I chose to not get um, anyone and in, any investors. So I think the hardest challenge the first year is constantly focusing on marketing yourself while being so busy because you're a one-man band. Like you're doing it all, and I would do my own scheduling. I would do I, I would do my own marketing. I would still go to events. I would plan my own events, and I was spinning my wheels. And I can see how, you know, most business owners are exhausted because it's never ending. It still is that way. But I'm so grateful I have a team of people who help me with these ideas that I have now. Yeah, and we'll get into the importance of social media and how you started off creating your brand essentially on Instagram, but that's how I found you and how most of the girls found you too. So it goes to show having that social media presence, that's how you get a perfect employee like me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to hire her on the spot, actually. I don't know if it was because you were desperate and needed help and it worked out. No, no, it was, it was the best decision I made saying yes to the offer and yeah, the best decision you made. 
Amen. So when you first decide, okay, I want to start a business, what's the first place you start? There are so many areas. You can Google, you can do this, you can do that. But how do you sit down with yourself and say, all right, here's step one. I'm starting this today. So I sat down and I said, what are my strong points and what are my weak points? And when you start a business alone, you still you still need people in your life. So I have mentors that I've done their skin before, and I knew there were women in business. Uh, Kasha is one of them. Megan Fairnow is another one. And I sat down with them, and I'm like, I, I have this idea. How can I make this happen? And they they instilled within me like their ideas and how to manage my money and how to do this and how to do that. So it's finding your weaknesses and what your strong points are, and you focus on what you can handle now. Because I think as a visionary and a dreamer, you look at the big picture and you want to jump to that right away, but you're like, okay, I'm still over here and I only have a budget for this. So I, even though I had like this vision and this dream, I never skipped. And if I tried to skip, I would be humbled quickly and go back to where I was and like, hey, okay. I mean, I've thrown parties before or events and – and maybe two people showed up. I came to one of them. <laughs> hey, that was a good one, actually. That <laughs> it was, was a really good one. That was a better one. But there's been times where yeah. only like one or two people showed up. And I didn't market it well. I didn't. I had to take a step back and say, hey, I made this mistake. How can I do it better next time? And a lot of people at that point get discouraged. No one likes me. That was dumb. I'm dumb. And like they get, to, they get in this little pity party where – if you're going to be a business owner, you're going to have to learn to get thick skin. You're going to be talked about. You're going to be gossiped about. And and as my Instagram grew and as my following grew, my haters grew. And that was something I didn't understand before. I was like, well, why? She used to be my friend. Well, wait, wait, why does she doesn't like me? How come she doesn't like me? And you can't take things personal. You got to let it I mean, there's people that I don't talk to anymore that I haven't seen in five years just because they didn't like me. Um, So when you're sitting down and writing your business plan, you have to take one day at a time. What does it look like for the future? Of course. But what can you start right now and what is within reach? But the most important thing is keep mentors in your life. You always want someone who is smarter than you in your life or that helps push you to your next level. And. I would say don't go looking for mentors that are just in your industry. Oh, yeah. Look for people who are in a completely different realm, who have different experience in you and can offer you insight. Because I think a lot of people focus on, okay, who are my competitors? Who is the best person in my industry that I can learn from? And that's a big mistake because then, you know, essentially you could turn into mimicking and you want to be your own creator and your own visionary, right? Yeah. Like I said before, and this is no secret. I mean, Taylor, I've only known for Taylor Dilk from um, Vitality. I've only known for about three years and she quickly became one of my mentors and, and good friends. So I don't think, you know, it ever ends really. You can learn from anybody. I learned from the girls in the office. So it's like, how I didn't do that right. I, I'll always ask you guys, like, how can we do this better? Um, but And as a leader, as a boss, sometimes it's like my way or the highway. And sometimes I do get like that, mm-hmm. where I'm like, this is how I want it, and this is how it's going to be, whether you guys like it or not. But then there's times you're like, okay, I've been humbled before in this area. How can I make a difference? or be better. So always keeping mentors in your life, ones that you can call 
or ones that you can't. You know, I've had I've had the pleasure of people DMing me and saying that they look up to me and I'm so honored when they say that. I don't know these people personally, but if I can influence somebody and they see that I'm pushing through some really hard times and that's why I try to be transparent on my social media. So I read a book a while back and it's called The Third Door. It gets into if you are getting turned down from people that you want as a mentor or you want a meeting from, it really could be anything. There's a third door to take to get that person's attention. And that would be stalking them at their house, (laughs) basically stalking them (laughs) that he did. He did. He'd follow them to grocery stores. But the point being, if someone has this figure that they look up to and they would love that person to be their mentor, how do you go about, do you email them? Do you DM them? What's the best way to get someone's attention that you respect to respect you back and sit down? I, I'm guilty of this because people have done that to me. And I feel really bad because as a business owner and someone who does my own social media, I'm so busy. And so when they want to take me for coffee, you know my schedule. Like I go home so exhausted and I barely have time for my dog. Her first meal today was one of the girls running up oatmeal, <laughs> eating it as we started recording. I mean, there's no time. So yeah. I so I, I try to, and I'm always honored when they say, can I take you for coffee? Can I pick your brain? I would say the best way for me, what would help me is like, hey, if you ever have time in the near future, but can you give me some tools that will help me in this area, marketing or business Be or direct. whatever. Be direct in what you need help with. Because then I can either help at that moment or because helping in business, I can talk about business for the next two hours. Yeah. And we're only going to talk about it for 25, 30 minutes. So being like, tell me what you need help in. And that way, I'm a very direct person. I will give you the tools I've used or have that have helped me. I would not ever say, can I pick your brain? I feel like that's such a broad thing. No one wants to sit around and have their brain picked at for two hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know... It is hard to come up with like a catchy, just two sentencer to get someone's attention, but persistence will be key. And maybe a mentor doesn't have to be this big person. It could be a book. It could be a podcast. You don't have to have these big time people as your mentors, but finding someone who inspires you and can give you advice to point in the right direction is all you need. Yeah. Let's talk about social media, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> this is a big one. Why is it so important? Because social media is your platform, it's your, it's your voice, and you can, you can shape it to how you want it to be. I can go on someone's social media and it could look more medical or a little more cold. I can be on someone's social and I can tell they're funny. Um, you know, everyone always puts on this facade, right? Uh, but trying to be as transparent as you can. A lot of you know that uh, Angel said X Denver was Miss Angel Renee. And then I changed it a year ago um, because Miss Angel Renee, Angel Aesthetics is not just me anymore. It's, It's a team and I don't, it's not just about me. So many girls are amazing at the office and people will come just for them and I'm, I love it. I get excited about it. So when I started Miss Angel Renee, I had, I think 800 to a thousand followers and I thought about starting a business account. But then I was like, why am I going to start a separate business account when this is my platform already? So I started building my social and kind of 
intertwine my personal life, which was hard because people saw me go through a divorce and they've seen me date and they've seen me through sad times. They saw my kids leave the nest. And so people feel part of me um, and feel part of my life. And I kind of made it that way. Whereas some people, you know, I can look on your Instagram and you didn't post for like two, three months. I don't know what's going on in your life, right? You're a little more private and that's okay. But I've chosen this path. And so when our Instagram was taken away last year, when it got hacked, I was, I cried. I cried. It was devastating. I was, it's so much work. It's, you know, everyone's always like, fuck social media. It's stupid, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it is exhausting. But when it's your voice of your business, it is devastating. And when you put hours into social media, um, during quarantine 2020, I I went through my divorce and I sat there, it was just me and my dog, and I said, I'm going to start a TikTok. I didn't know how to use TikTok. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I wanted to jump on, you know, because it was trending. It was starting, and it was just a lot of younger kids. Anyway, my second uh, video went viral, and now it's at 30 million or something crazy, which is cool. I'm still trying to figure out how to monetize my voice on TikTok, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad I jumped on. Had I not... I feel like I'd be still kind of catching on. And and if you're a business owner and you're not on TikTok or you don't do that, that's not for you. I feel like in this t- day and age, if you are not on social media, your business will slowly die. Because emails, eh, they work, but you're going to need a voice of social media and you need to jump on that bad – what is it? Bad, bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> the bandwagon. The, the bad, bad wagon. <laughs> jump on the bad wagon. <laughs> No, we're keeping it. But to new business owners, to start a separate account or to keep it all in one, it's up to you. But I I think, yeah, you have a separate one now. But I think it is so important to show your face and your voice on your business account too. People want to know and relate to who owns that business. Mm -hmm. So obviously when you're creating content, it's going to be targeted towards your market and your niche, but you have to show face. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm not even interested in business Instagram accounts. I don't know who the owners are. I don't know who the staff is. I don't care if it's a thousand employees. I don't care if it's two. Mm -hmm. I think it is so important. And that's something that you do an amazing job of since splitting up the two accounts. Mm -hmm. But looking back in time, if you could start all over again, would you have started from the beginning with a personal account and a business separate? No. No. No, I, I like the way I've – like even now with my personal account, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know why I have it. To you post know? pictures of your dog. <laughs> and my daughter that lets me and in, inappropriate memes. But I, I think if you have a voice and you have an account, if you want to start a new one, it's just that much work. Uh, I always tell people if you only have 200 followers, that's like 200 people standing in front of you. You still have a voice and starting somewhere. And it's kind of like this podcast that we did. We just started. We didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. And I just kept I'm learning each week how to how to do it better. You push me further than anyone in my life ever can because you don't think twice about things. We start a podcast, that first episode sucks, who cares? We're gonna keep going. Mm -hmm. And I admire that so much about you as a business owner and just a human. You've really gotten me out of my comfort zone and it's a lesson for anyone in business. Mm -hmm. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Who 
cares what people think? And if it sucks, it sucks. We might have five listeners on this episode, but you know what? It's five people that may have not heard it before. Yeah, I think uh, being consistent is so key on social media, in your business, in your life. You know, you can't, there's no days off when you decide to be an entrepreneur. You don't get to sit back and be like, you know what, I'm going to take the next few weeks off because I'm feeling a little sad today. Like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I felt sad so many days. I've cried myself to work. I've cried going home from work. And then dealing with family issues on top of that, which was hard. So when you get discouraged, and we're talking about this earlier, that's where you really need to push yourself into the next day. Because there was times I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I a business owner right now? What am I doing? I don't even know what I'm doing. This is so dumb. And and then I would beat myself down like, you don't even know what you're doing. You're failing at this. And just right around the corner is like this blessing or a door opens or, you know, something amazing happens. So, yeah, I feel if you're an entrepreneur, you have to sit back, write down a plan of what your business looks like. Find some mentors that can help guide you that are in your industry and that are not in your industry. What are your weaknesses and what are your strengths? Those are so, so important. Um, don't get and don't get in over your head. Don't get in so much debt. That's key. Mm-hmm. We're talking a lot about the struggles of owning a business, but what has been your biggest joy and reward in owning Angel Aesthetics? To see something um, blossom, but it's, I, yeah, I mean, other than my kids, this has been my greatest joy because even seeing you guys grow and seeing how, you know, we'll think of an idea and then it blossoms and then, you know, seeing how it grows and how we're growing in the community, it's sometimes I get so busy that I like to sit back. Like when my family was here this weekend, some of them have never even been to my office. It was such a joy to see their face. Like, you know, because I I don't work for praise or applause. I don't, that's not why I do it. But then when I see their faces of like, you stop and think like, wow, this is like, this is happening. Like I, this was a little closet and I, and I didn't think it would ever be this big. You, you just... You keep doing what you love. So I think for me personally, the biggest joy is obviously changing people's skin because it's such a passion of mine, but also hiring the most amazing people and team that kick ass and you're like, you always, to me, I always want them to do greater and be better. It's like with your own kids, like I want them to succeed. I want people just to come in and see Sam or just see Lily. Mm -hmm. It makes me excited. Like, they don't even come in for me anymore. Where it used to be, they were disappointed if they didn't see me. So I get excited. It's it's different moments of excitement. There's not just one moment um, that I've sat back and just there, – there, there are times I'll cry because I'm just, like, overwhelmed at our office or how it's growing. I think it's hard, too, because I consider you one of my really good friends, but I consider you – my boss, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, like at the end of the day, this is a business relationship. Yeah. So how do you set that boundary with an employee for people out there who are looking to hire, fire? Yeah, I initially 
for me because when I love, I love hard and strong and I get connected easy. I, I don't know if that's just the Libra in me. I If I connect with somebody, I'm just like – I treat them like family. So I had to say, okay, Angel, I can't go out and party with you guys all the time, hang out with you guys all the time on the weekend. Would I love to? Absolutely. It's so fun. I love being in the office. But you have to make that boundary of like, okay – I'll have moments where I do party with you guys and we have a great time, but also setting that boundary of like, okay, at the end of the day, um, I still have these expectations of you and, you know, we're not homies where you're like, you know, there's there's a fine line. You want to keep that respect level. I want to respect you guys. You guys want to respect me. And if I'm getting trashy and like dancing on the tables, which happened on a Christmas party one time. <laughs> yeah, and I'm guilty it was, of it as well. We all, it, was, it was an anniversary. We've Christmas. had. It was very fun. Um, but like you, you appreciate those moments because they don't happen often. And, you know, we see each other more than we see our own family. So we always have to keep that respect level. And also for me as a boss, just keeping the expectation level of keeping you guys growing. Because if my employees start um, going backwards or becoming complacent, I blame myself. So if I'm not growing, they're not growing. And it's something that I feel like you can have a relationship with your employees, but it doesn't have to be like how I am with Melody or Monique, you know. <laughs> well, it says a lot about how you hire your employees too, because we are on the same maturity level, right? Mm-hmm. Like we don't want that relationship either. So it's really how you hire and how you set those boundaries. So yeah. It is fun, though. I mean, we have some stories to tell. <laughs> I'm, I know. I'm like, where and do I, I even begin? <laughs> allow them to call me like girl or, you know, it's one of my biggest. It's just weird. I have like weird things that I don't like. I think um, we have a different relationship. Obviously, on the podcast, you can probably yeah. hear we shoot the shit. Right. But that's not acting. This is our yeah, real. real this is who we are. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I try. Girl. I think, girl, (laughs) if you have employees, you always want to keep that respect level and um, not get too, too comfortable. But the girls know, like even last night, I shared about how I went on a date. Yep. Um, And, you know, we talk girl talk. But yeah, it's it's fun. But also I'm like, okay, that's all we need to know for now. (laughs) We'll let you know if it becomes day two. Date two. Date two. Before we wrap it up, Angel's taking a quick bite of her oatmeal. Um, <laughs> as we discussed, life of a business owner. Got to get a bite in between every comment. Exactly. <laughs> I want to get more into social media, how to outline your content, how to create posts that are engaging, and really how consistent do you need to be? So step one, you're starting your business, Instagram. What do you do? Do you get a calendar out? You write down what you're going to post each day or... So, again, it's finding your weaknesses and strengths. Uh, for me, I actually really enjoy marketing. I feel like I have a, sec- a second job, kind of. Like, I love it. It makes me excited to do it. I think that shows on my social media that I enjoy um, putting myself out there. But if you're not good at social media, there are so many people, even out of school, that want to help or want to have a side hustle to help you build your Instagram. So it's talking with them and saying like, how do we want this to go? Because again, you can't think about the numbers so much. You have to think about the content. Consistency is so key in anything. And we talk about this all the time, whether it's the gym, a relationship, um, 
you know, making your bed every day, creating a habit of no matter if it's good or bad, we've had really bad reels that got 20 likes and it's shitty and you're like, oh, that sucks. Okay, well, next week, let's probably not post that same either that same reel or anything like that, or let's post a different time of the day, which we've learned, you know, there's, uh, if you go on social media, they have on the right hand side, um, the time that you're busiest, the time that you get the most on a business account, it can't be a personal account, business account, sorry. Um, And so looking at those and saying, okay, every day, I'm going to post around noon. And I'm going to put it out there, whether it's shitty, whether I'm, I mean, there's times you and I will look at <laughs> something and my chin is double chin and, or my cheeks look chubby or, and you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Just post it because you know what? At the end of the day, I know I look good. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I'm just kidding. Me no, no, with no. my belly hanging out. I'm not so much. Shit. At the end of the day, I know that like. Who I am as a person, like, so what? It's a shitty picture. Who cares? Let's just get out there. So if you have an Instagram account, a business account, if you don't know what you're doing, there's a great book on marketing, and I will link that on this podcast. I can't think of the name right now. Market Like You Mean It? Yes. That is one of my favorite books. I probably have read that, even though I didn't remember the title. How dumb. (laughs) Um, that, That one I've read about three times. It really helped me never start, even though I'm busy and booked out, I never stop marketing myself. If you look at Coca-Cola, if you look at these big brands, they, they never stop marketing themselves. And it's key to just putting your name out there and keep pushing your name. And that's something, it's a question we get often when we're, you know, looking for partners for our pop-ups. And it's like, why are you doing this? You're so busy. And you can never get to that point in your mindset with social media. You have to keep creating. You have to post every single fucking day. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what the hell it is. You have to post the crap to know, okay, I'm not going to do that again. Or I'm going to pivot and try. You have to fail to succeed at social and you have to be genuine. So something that caught my attention on your social prior to um, being hired was your Walgreens hauls. Mm -hmm. So you used to go in Walgreens and you'd pick up products just filming yourself, no shame at all, and you'd make jokes. And if you haven't watched them, go back and stalk her Instagram back to what, 26, 17, yeah. And you were the forerunner basically of the whole not giving a shit while recording yourself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, be genuine, find creative ways to stand out. No one wants to see a curated, beautiful picture of your product every single day. Switch it up. Have fun. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love it. I love the curated stuff, but it's just, you have to find again, your personality. What is your personality? What are you trying to attract? What, what's your demographics? Who's following you? Um, and learning that and just helping have someone help you, that is going to be key to growing your business, um, getting in your emails, you know, for events like we do uh, Women 22. We are promoting it through social media. There's no other way that we would promote it. And we're hoping for the best, a great turnout. But I love it because it's not about just me and promoting Angel Aesthetics. It's amazing women who are kicking ass every day. As a side note, Doing your own social media is fucking exhausting. When I tell you it's exhausting, I mean there are times I do cry because I get overwhelmed or someone went in on me on social media and whatever. I'm human. It gets to me. So be prepared. 
to what you're really getting yourself into because I noticed that a lot of business owners that are inconsistent Mm -hmm. because it's a lot of work. It's literally when people actually still freak out that I do my own social media and it's just because I want my own personality. I've tried to hire people before and they're great. It's just not my same touch that I would want. So again, it's saying like I'm in this and I'm going to be consistent. It's going to be a lot of work. And there's times I want to throw my phone in the river and just call it a day. And I'm just so tired, but I just keep going. I love it. And again, you have to love marketing yourself, marketing my girls and that sort of thing. So be careful because you just know you're going to be even more exhausted on top of what you're already doing. Yeah. And it's, it's, even harder these days to create content because in the past you could sit down, plan out your calendar for the month, batch your content, but the trends are changing every second now. So it's like we're on TikTok and reels every five minutes just to see, oh shit, we can't even post this anymore. That trends out. Let's hop on this one. Mm -hmm. You turn around and it's changed again. So you have to be on top of it. And like you said, if it takes hiring someone right out of school, an intern, there's ways you can manage it. And there's so many free resources. There's so many Instagram and TikTok accounts that can advise you. But yeah, if you don't get on any kind of platform, even if it's um, LinkedIn, it'll be the demise of your of your business because you can only have a voice for so much like so many. You have to keep pushing yourself out there. So if you don't get on the trend now, it's going to be that much harder. I'm not saying your business is going to fail. I'm not going to curse you, but it's it's more likely to. And make sure you have other platforms where you're promoting yourself. Because if Instagram were to get shut down tonight and all you had were followers on Instagram, you're fucked. Have your website, like Angel said, have your LinkedIn, Twitter. I mean, let's say all media went down. Make sure you have clients and supporters of your business that would speak highly of you word of mouth. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube, which is doing horrible by the way. Check out the YouTube. We're we're <laughs> posting our live recordings on there. <laughs> but again, we're on there and I think just starting somewhere, you know, see what platform you thrive in, see which one you feel more most comfortable cuz some people are YouTubers and that's great. Um which I think is a lot more exhausting, but yeah, I I'd, I'd say if you're starting a business, Make sure, or if you have a business right now, make sure you're consistent on social media. It's going to be key. I think we could talk about business all day long. I know we've only scratched the surface of business. I hope this helps somebody out there. Um, Don't be discouraged. You're going to have, you know, more bad days than you are good days. And that's just the honest truth. You're going to have a lot of stressful days. But look at the big picture. Have a vision board. Have your goals set. And put one foot in front of the other and make sure you surround yourself with good people. That's key. Oh, and I want to promote our event. So we're having an event in July. If you are in Denver, head to our website. It's Woman 2022. And we'll be showcasing 10 female business owners at a big freaking party. Mm-hmm. Food, drinks, DJ, businesses. It'll be fun. And we'll see you there if you're in Denver because you won't want to miss it. All right, guys. Happy Wednesday. Bye. It hurts to be pretty, pretty, pretty.